Welcome to a late night edition of Born to be a star. It's kind of later in the day that I'm posting this. I had a busy, busy, busy day at work and everything. You know what goes in careers. It takes up your whole day. I do this too, not because I have to, but because I love to. I love podcasting. I love sharing the vibes. I love talking to my audience. I love having an audience, even if it's just my mom listening to this or a family member or me, whoever's listening to this. Thank you for listening. And I appreciate you. Um... I hope you know that your reflection in the mirror is a reflection of where you are and where you're going, a reflection of who you're becoming and whatever's next for you. You're an amazing star and you're brighter than what bright is supposed to be. You're a reflection of the sun and your reflection of the brightness of the moon and everything else. And a star is an illumination of light. And you have a recharging battery, which is yourself and which is your soul. And I dare you to be that light. Sometimes the world can feel very dark, especially with everything that happens on a daily basis with people trying to take your free will away or your freedom of speech or your opinion away. Sometimes it can feel gloomy, like you can't say what you want to. But this is a safe place for you to say whatever you want and feel whatever you want and to feel comfortable. And I hope I provide you with that. I hope this is a podcast that you listen to and you laugh, you cry. You get all your emotions out. Remember you're a star wherever you are. Let's get into our favorite part of this conversation by talking about <coughs> the fact that I'm dying with bronchitis probably. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Cause they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So, top of the fucking news. Uh Shepard Smith, I caught him talking when I came home tonight. And um they're still talking about fucking January 6th. Trying to point out things that happened two fucking years ago, by the way. Why aren't we talking about the fact that you're letting over a million illegal aliens over the fucking lines in Arizona, Florida, and Cal- I mean, Arizona, Texas, and California? Why don't we talk about that? Why don't you talk about all the people that are bad guys that are from these from fucking Venezuela, everything that's happening with coyotes, and the fact that agents that are working at the line for the United States can't do their fucking job. Why is that not on the news? You know what else isn't on the news? Gas prices are rising. Gas prices aren't under three fucking dollars. They haven't made it there. They're going back up. Biden fucked up with Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia gave him two middle fucking fingers that said, fuck you, Biden. And Biden slipped up on the mic yesterday or whatever and said, nobody fucks with Biden. It's that everybody's fucking with Biden. You're a shitty leader, bro. You're just like covering up bad deals with your fucking drug infested son. And you probably have some weird ass relationship with your daughter. There's a diary we can't see. And your son definitely had that fucking laptop that everybody knew he had. The media does nothing but shield Biden from reality. When they talk to this old, decrepit mummy, they don't ask him anything important. As a United States citizen, like an actual American here, if you're an American here, you should be upset. These people that are coming in that are claiming asylum, they don't really need asylum. They're coming from everywhere. Iran, Iraq, Russia, Ukraine. Who the fuck knows from where? They could be bad guys. They could come here. They could rape and kill people that are American. And we should be asking ourselves, how the fuck is this possible? They can come here and do that, but we can't go there and do that. There's a question. There is no country that an American can go to and act like this in without getting killed. So 
I don't want to hear Kamala Harris go to fucking North Korea and get South Korea fucked up with North Korea and say the wrong shit. She can't even have a cognitive conversation. If that's the one that's supposed to be the backup if something happens to Biden, we are fucked and doomed. And the state I live in, which is on the East Coast, I am trying to be positive about the fact that, um, you know, maybe we'll get rid of the Democratic fucking governor we have because he's horrible at his job here. Maybe we'll get rid of him. I'm hoping we do. Um, I kind of want to just say his name so you could hype him up. His name is Bob Stefanowski. And if you live where I live in the East Coast, please support him and please vote for him in November, which is a couple of weeks away. Please, please and please again. We have to do a better job of calling these shitty people out. Kamala Harris sucks. Uh, Andrea Acosta Cortez, whatever the fuck her name is. I don't even know. I don't even care. She's a moron. She let Amazon leave uh, New York and they went to Connecticut, bro. They were like, fuck you. Bye. We'll go somewhere where they won't overtax us and make us do all this extra shit. And they found it and it didn't take them long to find it. Wouldn't you want a company that has a lot of money to come to where you live to help people get a better sense of living? Wouldn't you want that? I don't think they want that. I, I, I really do think that they like heating into poverty and shit. But I got to tell you, the thing that they're doing with black Americans and minorities is ridiculous. They're trying to just navigate a bunch of shit that doesn't make any sense. Why are we going back in time to slavery, trying to act like white people don't exist, trying to act like exactly what happened before? That's what's happening here. It's a fucking mirage. Biden sucks. All the Democrats suck. If you live in a Democratic state, just pray by some hope that the person is gone. This is an opportunity for Republicans to take over uh, House seats and hopefully, uh, you know, whatever's happening with Walker and the other dude running in Georgia, he wins. Look how they came up with the shitty story about his him having an ex-girlfriend and her getting an abortion. And look how they're coming up with this so close to the runoff race that's happening between them. But I got to tell you, the person that he's running against isn't a bright light. His own wife said that he was abusive and all these other things. So it's just a bunch of conflict and insanity. Does Biden think he's going to win this? And they keep talking about things that don't make any sense. Every day they try to attack Ron DeSantis is a day that's stupid. And the fact that they keep talking about Trump and Mar-a-Lago is not benefiting them. Seriously, it's not. They need to do a better job. All these things I'm talking about is a combination of the insanity here. We have to hold them accountable. The media doesn't do their job. They don't do their job Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, any days. And then they allow these shrooms to come on their shows on Sunday and talk a bunch of bullshit. None of these reporters are asking Biden's actual questions except for the people from Fox News. They don't ever answer them. And whatever the fuck the White House secretary is that goes on that stage, I can't even say her name. I don't even want to say her name. She's just an abysmal nightmare. They should have just left Red Witch there. I mean, this woman is just horrible. Another point I want to bring up (coughs) 
is the fact that there's statistics out, there's proof out that children have lost out on learning because of what they did for COVID-19. Children's grade levels has, is an abysmal nightmare. I'm talking about Chicago. I'm talking about New York. I'm talking about big inner cities. I'm talking about California. I'm talking about the United States. If we are trying to have our children be competitive, we are not doing a good job of that. Are we, if we're not trying to have our children match up to children in other countries, they're not doing it. Children in the United States are a lot dumber than kids in other places. And I'm not saying that to insult your child. I'm not saying that to say that your child can't be anything that they put their mind to. Because if they work really hard, they probably will get to that point. But I'm saying that the actual schooling itself, what's being taught, the fact that they want to connect CRT to what children are learning, doesn't make any fucking sense. If we want to get away from the idea of slavery and um, we want to get into a situation that's all about Equality, you know what's not a part of equality? Race. You know what else isn't a part of equality? Talking about the fact that you have to give something to someone else so they can catch up. That's not equality, okay? It's not. Kamala Harris is a fucking moron, and these children are not smart. These teachers are spending all this fucking time talking about their sexuality and their boyfriends or their girlfriends or what they're doing in their personal lives. And I'm not saying as an educator, you shouldn't have a personal relationship with your children in your classroom, because basically the children that you're teaching kind of become your kid. Like you have the responsibility of teaching these kids math, reading, English, writing. They're learning their first everything with you. And that's a big ass responsibility. And if you can't do that correctly, then do not get into the field and do it. That's another problem. People are not signing up to be teachers anymore. There's too much fucking stress with it. So you have a combination of tired, overworked teachers. And you have a system with districts and these lunatic-ass people that run everything, especially Democrats, that are just ruining things. I'm not sure how this is going to get fixed. I've talked about this numerous times. We need to be thinking about the future. The Democrats are not thinking about the future. These kids are struggling. These kids are going to need jobs. They're going to need to go to college. And how the fuck are they going to get in college if they can't do math when they're eight years old? They're not at reading. They're not at reading grade level. Okay. They're not at anything. They're struggling. That's a problem. And I know that no one wants to take responsibility, especially not teacher unions and shit like that. Remember when the teachers didn't want to go back to school because they were so scared about their health? Remember that? Remember when everybody was like, teachers need to get vaccines because if they don't get vaccines then they can't go to school? And and you know what exists now? It doesn't matter if you have a fucking vaccine. You can still get COVID. doesn't matter if you have one shot. doesn't matter if you have nine shots. You can still get COVID and pass it to someone else. It's a It's a... It's like the flu, but it's worse, man. And I'm sorry that you want to feel bad for these people, but don't do it. We have to hold them accountable. I'm extremely upset. (coughs) Not only am I upset, but I'm also mad and I'm concerned for my own children. 
because at some point I'm going to have kids and they're going to grow up and have to go to school, but they're not going to regular school. They're going to go to a Catholic school. Me and Skip have talked about that. I talked about it with his parents. I've had conversations with my own parents. It's happening. And I know you might be thinking, why is this happening? But this isn't helping. We're fucked. Gas costs a lot of money. Renting costs more than buying a house. The housing market is in shams. Everything sucks. The stock market is red. It had two great days. And then it right back to went right back to what it was. The Fed can't renege on what it's doing. It has to fix the fact that it fucked up. It waited way too long to put the interest rate at a correct number. They were just too reliant on handouts. They gave way too much away to people. They've endured people to not want to work, to not be responsible. And it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. There's that. I'm not sure what's happening, but I got to tell you that we have to do a better job of holding these people accountable. Not just today, not yesterday, not the day before that, but every day. We need to do a better job of calling it like it is and not holding back. Because if we don't do that, we're never going to be able to move forward correctly. There's countries in the world that don't have a high crime rate. There's countries in the world that have never heard of the psychotic shit that happens in the United States. And you know what Republicans can do to these psychotic Democrats? Just put a mirror in their face so they can see exactly who the fuck they are. You know how you can win a fight with these psychopaths? Just let them talk and let them talk on a camera. So then other people can hear how psychotic they sound. They are death. They are the enemies. And they are willing to sacrifice children's lives. I'm going to say this again. About 20 to 50 million black African American children have been aborted in the United States of America. Within the last two years, over 100,000 have been aborted since, I think, 2019 or 2018. So that might be three to four years. And do you know who convinced you to do that? The government. Do you know that you willingly want taxpayers, people that have jobs to pay for your fucking abortion? How's that my problem? Why, how did you get pregnant anyways? Why aren't you wearing a condom? Why don't you understand the responsibility of not doing things that you can't handle the responsibility of and not everybody does should have kids if they don't have their lives together why don't people make more responsible decisions like that doesn't happen a lot here and no one's held to find responsibility they're just kind of given a handout it's ridiculous why should i be fearful of the fact that i'm pro-life and i'm christian So Democrats are atheists and they want to abort babies at nine months. Yeah. Yeah. Warnock wants abortions. The other lunatic from Georgia wants abortions. AOC abortions. All these people want to give you a way out. 
Because if you ignored them and you had children and you didn't abort them, there'd be more black people in the United States than there is now. That's so fucking sad. Think for a moment. You fell for the trap. It's not just black Americans. It's anybody that's having an abortion. It's it's ungodly. It's not in the Bible. You're not supposed to be doing that. And at some point, you're going to have to pay for that decision. Unless you're going to die for having a kid and you have to abort it for that reason, then you shouldn't be having an abortion. And you should be responsible with your body and responsible doing things at a correct time. And your parents should teach you that. There's obviously a bunch of problems here. Outside of the fact that black Americans have fell into the trap of having abortions. Let's talk about something else with black Americans. <sighs> the idea that the government wants to give you handouts and food stamps and free medical and all these things and you're not working for anything, there's an anchor attached to that. Open up your eyes. At the beginning during COVID, when George Floyd got killed, It was a horrible thing to watch and witness. And it was horrible. As we know, Black Lives Matter was a ruse. And they definitely got money out of black people and convinced black people a bunch of shit. That was a lie. I was on the wrong side of things at that point. And I do regret it. But I'm happy I'm on the right side of things now. I listen to Candace Owens on Daily Wire. And I listen to Ben Shapiro. And I listen to a bunch of voices. I also listen to a bunch of left voices too. Because I like comparisons, right? I have Axios send me emails and things like that too it's just I fell for the trap we can't have equality in this country if we renege and go back on things that don't make any fucking sense there aren't any fucking handouts black people aren't going to get anything Why do you want something? Why can't you build your own wealth and fight for your own success? Why is that not a thing? Like, why can't you get somewhere because you want to get there? Why can't you work hard? Why can't you follow a path? Why can't you change the way you look? Get your hair done? Why can't why can't you maybe further your education and work very hard? Why is everything an excuse? I just, I don't get it. And no one holds these people accountable. I'm telling you the truth about black America. They're trying to reverse things. And if the most racist people are rich white liberals. Nothing changed. They still want you to be slaves on a plantain field getting them beverages and they still want to have sex with you without any responsibility and they want to still take advantage of your creativity and they want to laugh at you and insult you and and that's why the democrats want to be on the side of things like nancy pelosi wants to pretend like she understands black bitch you don't understand anything we have to separate ourselves from this why is anybody that's black a part of just disgusting things like rap talking about women in a certain way 
or sexuality being displayed horribly. Why? Why does that have to be what represents blackness? Why does sex, 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 sex and babies, babies, babies have to be the representation of blackness? Why can't it be something better? Why can't we work harder? Why is there always an excuse? There's a question, right? I don't know, man. Like, it's a question. Why can't we do better? Why can't the race do better? I dare you. Look into what I'm talking about. I dare you. Look at the articles. Look at what I'm saying. Look at history. Why would you want to be on the wrong side of history here? If you don't hold these people accountable that are on the news that don't live in your neighborhood, if you don't want to take people accountable that didn't go to school that you went to, that didn't fight be educated like you did, that aren't in a career, that aren't working every day, that aren't paying taxes, aren't doing things correctly, I don't know how you're going to get anything. You have to hold these people accountable. And if you don't, they're just going to continue to get away with the lying scheme. Moving on from no media allowed, this extended version today, let's get into something fun. The market. It's red. It's been red two days now, and I don't know if it's going to go back to green. I think the housing market is far worse than we thought it is. I think the numbers for employment are going to be worse. Every company that I can think of is laying people off at a rapid speed. There's more things in stores than there are people to buy them. There's no cars at car dealerships, and I just bought a Jetta, and granted, that was easy, but that car has been there since July. So, I mean, come on. Uh, Things are definitely crazy. The market isn't getting better. The people on CNBC can say, oh, maybe the Fed will back off and they'll do this, but the Fed can't back off. You know why the Fed can't back off? The Fed messed up. We talked about that no media allowed. They fucked up for over six months. And now they're going to have to renege on six months. And to fix what they fucked up on for six months means we're going to go through a bloodbath for longer than six months. We're in a recession now. I know you want to act like we're not in a recession and you want to act like it's coming in 2023. It's not coming back in 2023. It's just an abomination. And I called it the other day when the market was green. I was like, it's going to go back down. I told Skip. We were watching halftime. And for sure. I'm not sure what we're going to do here. Powell has to continue to stay at 0.75 or he has to go higher to 1.50. 
that's the only way they're going to fix inflation is to bring inflation down, right? If not, how are we going to fix these things? There's a question. The market's red, right? Let's talk about house prices. Everything is still overpriced. Nothing has come down. It's just been a shitstorm. I'm not sure where we're going here. Rent is rising. It's a pain in the ass. So the market's red. Rent's up. We're not getting any discount on gas. Where are we in the United States? In the middle of a recession. And this is a time where you're supposed to be bringing your debt down. And this is a time where you're supposed to be focusing on other things. How the fuck can you focus on anything else if you don't know what you're doing? And you have no idea what tomorrow is going to be like. There's a question. Outside of that. Let's talk about work attire. What is corporate casual? And is corporate casual professional enough for certain positions? I feel like corporate casual is okay. But. that terminology corporate casual what does that mean like in a financial setting it can mean one thing we do this I feel like it's important from time to time to go through your wardrobe and get rid of things that don't meet the standards of your employment or that don't meet where you are currently in your life that's extremely essential and important and you have to do that like I went through the shoes I went through my closet I got rid of things I didn't need I'm going to be keeping up on that and I'm not going to be slow about that process because it's definitely important. In corporate casual, I mean, I guess it's different from what, uh, you know, field you work in. I guess, like, if you're in an office versus you're in, a like, a financial setting, you want to look more professional if you're in a financial setting. Especially if you're in, like, a financial center. A financial center is different than just one one-off. So it's extremely important for you to look a certain way. And it is. So you have to take all that into consideration. Outside of the fact that uh, corporate casual is a thing, let's talk about just your wardrobe in an entirety. At some point, you're going to want to go through your wardrobe and decide, like, 
what is your style currently? Like, what are you going for? Like, for a while, I was doing the whole French met Paris met, like, Italy thing. But is that still my style? Like, do I need to adapt it and change it now? I'm not sure if I should do that or I should wait longer. Updating it and staying in in balance with my current life is extremely important. And I do want to do that. But you have to take into consideration of how you feel you look in those clothes. Do they still fit? Is that still the style you want? Have you changed your mind? Do you want to change your hair? Like right now, I'm going through a thing where I don't really want to put a lot of chemicals in my hair anymore. And I don't want to dye it or bleach it anymore. I kind of just want to braid it and stay natural. Because I did a keratin treatment and I'm concerned about the chemicals that I put in my hair. But, you know... Sometimes your style will change. Like one day you'll like one thing and another day you'll like something else. And if that's happening, that's okay. That's a part of just normal everyday life. Skip, shut up, man. Don't be judgmental. Your style is just comfort, man. Isn't that your style? Comfort? Yeah, he's not saying anything. Which means I'm right. He's pretending like he's farting. So annoying. Oh my god. He like makes the fart noise. That means he doesn't want to talk about it. You see the fart noise. Your style is dependent on you. I like to go for the fancy meets Paris meets New York style. Which part of New York? The Bronx? No, Brooklyn, bitch. <laughs> Why did you say the Bronx? Ah! No, Manhattan. Upper Manny. Stop being a douche, bro. Yo, he literally said the Bronx. No, Brooklyn, baby. Brooklyn till I die. Uh, seriously. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Long Island. Long Island's fine. Don't insult Long Island. Anyways, outside of him interrupting my conversation. Outside of the fact that your corporate casual is a thing, your wardrobe is a thing, you might decide you want to change that. Those are all situations. Let's talk about. Certifications. Which certifications are important? So. Sometimes certifications are important. Like I have my notary. Um. Which gives me the opportunity to notarize things for people, which is important. <coughs> I have it for the town that I uh, work in and the town that I live in. So I could do it either one of the towns. Um, it's extremely important. And uh, who knows? But um, sometimes certifications are important depending on your career or your job um and it's like a requirement like if you're in like insurance or if you're in a certain part of banking or whatever you have to do like a series six especially if you're like an investment banker or anything like that and that's extremely important um you really have to study for those assessments and tests and you really have to take your time and make sure you can pass them 
I'm really not currently in a situation where I'd want to do any of those yet, but maybe at some point I will be, you know, working in the financial field, you know, you're always looking for an opportunity to glow up and that definitely fits in. Moving into the next part of our conversation. Can we talk about Halloween? Because it's coming soon and I can't wait. Seriously. I'm excited about trying to figure out what costumes we're going to wear for Halloween. And I'm also excited about what candy we're going to give to the kids. It's always important. Um, I can't wait for the day where we have like a house or a condo and we actually have like real trick-or-treating like granted there is trick-or-treating if you live in an apartment but I don't feel like it's the same thing I feel like you have more variety of it when you have a house or you have like your own property I don't really feel like we have that here but I'm gonna look at a bad thing good and just be grateful and happy that there are kids where we live and they do come to you know we're our apartment is and they do get the candy and we get to like meet them at the door and dress up and it's really fun just I just feel like Halloween is like my favorite time there's all these crazy kooky cooking shows and there's all this fun stuff on and there's Chucky and these all these scary movies and it's just all entertaining and interesting. And I'm really into it. And I really, you know, I want to see as much as I can because I love Halloween and I love scary movies. I've driven Skip crazy every year. I make him watch like the Halloween from the beginning and he really does hate it, but I don't care. Uh, I love him, but like Halloween is like one of my favorite holidays. I don't know that. I'm, I think I'm tied between Halloween and Christmas, honestly, because I can't make my mind up of, of what I like more. Honestly, like, do I like... Halloween or do I like Halloween? Do I like Halloween or do I like Christmas more? Obviously, I love Christmas. I'm in all the decorating and all that stuff for Christmas. But Halloween... It's just fun and spooky, and I like fear, and it's just fun. Like, going to Six Flags, like, Fright Night, like, all of it is just entertaining for me. So, I absolutely love Halloween. I've talked about it multiple times. Last week, we went to Fright Night. Hopefully, we get to go again a couple more times before, like, it's over. And, you know, I just want to celebrate scary and just have an amazing, you know, season with Halloween. It's, It's extremely important to me. Okay, so, moving from talking about fun topics into watching things. Let's talk about Chucky. So Chucky aired earlier this week. I think it was Wednesday. So it was yesterday. And the first episode was insane. Uh, I don't know what happened, but it uh, it was kind of a crazy episode. Uh, you know, one thing led into another. Chucky is extremely irritating and I... You know, he is is your definition of an annoying ass kid, but he's not a kid. He's an adult in a fucking uh, a doll's body. Like, 
I already don't like dolls. Like Annabelle really did freak me out, and I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know if I'll ever get over watching that that first Annabelle movie of her getting up as like a person, but she's a doll. Like I'll never forget the that shit freaked me out. The Conjuring, for a long time, that was one of my most scariest horror movies because. There was so much spooky shit going on with that house and that doll, man. It was just like, oh, my God. You know, there are a lot of movies that are just that scary. Like, The Exorcist. Like, these movies are legit scary. And, um, you know I like scary stuff. But I also like sleeping at night. So, there's, like, a combination of, like, do I want to watch scary or do I want to go to sleep? So, it's like, it's a battle. But I, I love scary movies. I love Shudder. I love Netflix ver- variations or Amazon or Apple or just what's regularly on TV. I think it's all entertaining and I think it's all fun. Moving on from Halloween, can we talk about uh, these latest episodes of Jeopardy? I feel like some of the people on Jeopardy are good and I feel like some of them are not good. And I feel like... They should, like, let people come on a Jeopardy that can actually play it. How do you end up with negative points on that show? Like, I don't get it. Moving on from Jeopardy, let's talk about another one we love to watch every day, Will of Fortune. Can we stop letting lawyers go on there and people that, like, make way too much money to be on there go on there? They did a week of teachers, and it was just so, like, annoying. Like... Why don't we let normal, everyday people go on Wheel of Fortune instead of people that really don't belong there? Like, I like Wheel of Fortune. I love Vanna, and I love... What's his name? Sometimes he gets a little snarky on there. What happened to Family Feud? I haven't seen that in forever. Since we're talking about that, what happened to the Game Network channel? I haven't seen that in forever. I don't even know what channel that is. Channels... Let's get into another part of this conversation. Channels I no longer watch. MTV is on that list. I used to watch that all the time. I can't remember the last time I watched that. BET. I don't have any reason to look at that either. Like, these are things I just <coughs> I don't watch. And I don't know why. I, I don't know if I have time for them. I just don't want to watch them, honestly. Uh... There's a bunch of channels. Like, I used to watch the British, the BBC network. There's, like, literally nothing on the BBC network on except for, like, uh, replays of, like, Law and Order. Like, pass. Like, NBC, ABC, Fox, all these shitty stations. The only time I look at them is if they have, like, a, a, a football game on that I want to watch. Or, like, Will of Fortune or Jeopardy. And then I have to watch the shitty ass, like, daily commercials from the state I live in and they're just so annoying especially because we're coming up on an election. It's driving me out of my mind, bro. Legit. Legit driving me out of my mind. Moving into the next part of our conversation. Let's talk about something that I didn't watch that I need to watch. The Teen Wolf movie. I don't know. Like, I want to watch the last season of Teen Wolf before I watch that movie. But I don't know how excited I am to watch that movie without, like, the best friend being there. Like, it just feels like, eh. 
we're gonna see what happens, but I don't think I'm gonna like it. Moving on from that, let's get to some food talk on Veek Star, Veek Star. So, I tried the pizza at Sparrow, which is next to where I work, and oh my god, the Roni pizza is bomb. They put this spicy uh, sauce on it that's just exceptional. Oh, it's so good. Mm. It's my, like, favorite new pizza. Love it. Um, I really like what they're building in the area I work in, and I love the vibes there. So, really want to make a better difference there. Um, I've been lately trying out this poke bowl place that has this Hawaiian poke bowl, and that's very tasty as well. But I also have been eating at that... Uh, That Vietnamese, um, what is it? That the Vietnamese shop, and um, I'm really excited about that. They have so much in there. They have uh, sushi. They have all the noodles I like. It it's really great, and I really want to take advantage of that. Um, definitely awesome. Love it. Outside of that, what do you make in the cold? Like we've talked about soups. We've talked about one pot. We've talked about like shoving shit in the oven. We've talked about all those things. But like if you're in a position where you're tired of cooking or you just don't want to anymore. I know I said I reneged my thoughts on HelloFresh. But if that's an option for you, why not do it? There's also DoorDash. There's also Grubhub. There's also Uber Eats. If you work somewhere close to a restaurant or whatever, why not order out? If you are going to cook inside, find things that are easy to make, that aren't going to take a long time, and that are going to taste good. I mean, you can do it. It's not difficult. I I know sometimes we struggle with, do I want to cook? Do I not want to cook? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? How am I going to do this? How am I going to... We struggle with that sometimes. I struggle with how much time am I going to invest in cooking on a day where I only have one day to get ready for the whole week. And it, it can be frustrating. It can be. But we have to find happiness in the mix of all the chaos and our busyness. And we have to find a regimen that works for us. Because if we want to live longer and stronger, we have to eat healthy. We have to count calories and we have to drink water. It can't just be a diet for a week it has to be a lifestyle for a lifetime so we can see our great grandchildren right so we can have our own children so we can go on vacation so we can be in two-piece bathing suits so we can chase our kids so we can live our lives and be happy we have to make these decisions early on or as you get older you're not going to live long you're not i don't want to die when i'm 60 i want to live longer I do. Don't you too? Food for thought. Anyways, thanks for listening to Born to Be a Star. We pretty much got to everything we wanted to talk about today. Halloween. How to eat healthy. The fact that the government sucks, like always. And (coughs) the fact that water is important as well. Why not be the difference that you're looking for? I dare you. I will see you tomorrow on the pod where I'm always at. Thanks for tuning in to Born to be a Star. And don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. 
don't let anyone silence your creativity and don't let anyone stop you from being exactly who you're supposed to be. You are a radiant light. And if anybody is trying to hinder your light, then you need to get away from them. You need to be able to see your light and your power and you need to notify, you need to notice your star power and you need to resonate in that. I dare you to be the brightest star that you could be. Join me in lighting up the world. We are the difference in the day and the night and in every season. Stars will outshine any darkness. And I dare you to be bright. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.